All right, good evening, everyone. Welcome. Howdy. Is this episode 10? Hey. I think it is. Milestone. This is episode kind 10 of. of the Urban Underachiever podcast, radio broadcast, and just general awesomeness. My name is Brandon Walker. Hi, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Did you just make fun of my slur? Well, no, I thought you were doing I have one beverage here. I thought it was one. an effect. I don't I, need a I really enjoyed your air drums to start us I'm going to I'm going to next time we do music. this next episode I'm going to auto-tune myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. That would be so fantastic. Are you guys all right? You look good. Thanks. I'm swell. Everybody Thanks. looks great. Stephanie's all bundled up. Well, it's a little chilly out. You're using your coat as a cape? Well, it's chilly. Mm-hmm. We turn the heat off so that I'm our, our dear audience smile. all all of them yeah. don't have to, you know, hear the air hiss of the heat yes we keep the heat <laughs> off we suffer for you <laughs> our fans and our audience it's not really that cold in here yet um the grammys are on as we speak does anybody care no uh just the you told me that leonard cohen got the lifetime achievement award that's cool they did and or they they did give that to him and they actually they showed I guess they just showed a picture of him now that I think about it. He wasn't even there. He wasn't there. (laughs) Is he alive? He's alive. He just had an album. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, This was potentially his last tour this year. I don't know if I just. I don't know if I. I I used to be a lot more bitter about the Grammys than I am this year. This year I kind of was apathetic and then I was watching a little bit and I was like, not so bad. You know, they had had some uh, interesting. It always kills me because they always do something fancy. Like I remember one year when. Guns N' Roses played with the London Philharmonic and Slash wasn't using sheet music. Oh, but, yeah. But the London Philharmonic was. It's, fu- it's funny well, you yeah, should mention they that. they don't practice that. They, uh, uh, Slash, Slash always, can remember the tune. He, he Slash makes an appearance ev- everywhere you go, every <laughs> song that somebody throws in. And it was mm. Jamie Foxx's song, you know, blaming on the... Uh, 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 no joke. Really? And then out comes Slash, no joke, with his top mm. hat on. This year? Yeah, just like 30 minutes was ago. Blame I was Blame on Alcohol the- just last year? I feel like that was four okay, years can ago. Can somebody explain to me how the Grammys work? Because Yeah, seriously, it is like it several years old. Well, I don't really know how for it works For instance, either, but- Kings of Leon won for uh, album or uh, record of the year for Use Somebody. And that album is like three years old. I mean, right. at least two years old. Right. If not th- so I really don't understand... Um, but then they, U2 was nominated and their album did come out in, in 09. I don't know what it is either. I don't understand it's a bunch how they of, do. I mean, here's here's a hint. It's a bunch of marketing. Well, yeah, that's what the Grammys mm. is. So, so it's your answer. I just I'm just wondering how they <laughs> decide what is in this year's mm-hmm. Grammys. Well, the, this Grammys whatever. are sponsored by the record labels. Yeah, whatever so. RCA decides. <laughs> yeah, and uh, did you just do a spit take on that? Oh. No, I was just oh, having okay. a sip of my beverage here. We're not gonna we're not gonna endorse this particular beverage because I wouldn't. Although I would like to endorse it, they, well, haven't, paid, they haven't paid us. Uh, Miller <laughs> talking about corporate. Talking about Miller Beer here, which is owned by Philip Morris. <laughs> is Miller really owned yeah, by Philip Morris? They own they own, uh, of course, Marlboro cigarettes, Miller Beer, and Kraft cheese. <laughs> the three leading Thank causes of death. <laughs> Why don't they put all three of those in a Lunchables or something? That would be well, I'm surprised, like surprised Smith & Wesson's not in there somehow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. who, who makes knives? We could throw in- Heart attacks, alcohol, uh, drunk driving, and cigarettes. Did you guys see, um, there was, an art, there was a, a video on CNN this week. I keep harping on this California... Oh, yeah. I didn't look at that link. I didn't have a legalization chance to thing. What, What's going on? Oh, yeah. I did send it to you, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. But what was you, the link? Oh, yes. 
I didn't read the link, but I, tell us the link. You just don't read the. Well, stuff we don't have time. I, didn't, all I the didn't have the time. That was like two days ago, and it was on my iPhone. And yeah. It's so what shitty. was the link? You could see it on your iPhone. <laughs> it was a YouTube video. No, it was a CNN video. Okay. Anyway, is this? I just thought it was cool. It's this guy in California that has opened up a grow shop, but literally, it's oh. the size of a Home Depot. It's nice. The, the full thing, and he where was, in Cali? Um, I don't remember. Any but but here's it, it's a one stop shop. Here's what it has. It's really the size of like a Home Depot type nursery. So it's got mm-hmm. all the grow products and everything. Um, not only does it have that, they have, you know how Best Buy has the geek squad. They have the grow squad. Nice. They do house calls. Like if you're growing, oh. they will go to your house and help you with your plants. I, I, I just want to be, have a job of quality control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what was, and, and, oh, sure and the best part of it. it, the best part of it, they have, a doctor on staff at the facility that will go write your prescription. Absolutely. Well, of course. I so mean, it's a one-stop shop. They don't, you don't, they don't sell cannabis there, but they sell pretty much everything else you could right. possibly need. I gotcha. Now my point in that is saying, um, I'm still holding true to my prediction that by the end of this year, mm-hmm. 2010, that, uh, Cannabis will be completely legalized in California, not just for medicinal purposes, Mm -hmm. uh, which we all know it should be anyway, but it's interesting. And then the second they tax it and they're like, oh, it's going to spread like wildfire. Of course. Of course. course. Um, But the guy that... That's so exciting. I didn't know if it would happen in my lifetime. The guy that was... uh, I'm still young They they were interviewing the dude that was running the thing, and um, he made a point to say, you know, most times you go to head shops or grow shops or whatever... And if you say cannabis or marijuana, they kick you out. Yeah. He says or no. Bong. Yeah. He yeah. says we embrace it here. You can say whatever you want. He was saying it right on camera. He didn't care. And I thought that's a huge shift in attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's reflecting. You know what? If I had a hundred thousand dollars right now, yeah. I think what I'd probably do is invest in something like that. Because mm-hmm. as soon as can you imagine like the day that that legalization is signed? The very next day, how many businesses are just going to, it's going to mm-hmm. be insane. Uh, and there will be huge amounts of money. I want to invest made. in the courier service. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Delivery. Faring yeah. out of state. Anyway, that's not our topic tonight. We've already kind of uh, well, touched we'll, on that. Yeah. We may come back. Uh, we'll, I just we'll can't wait till Oklahoma tries to justify it to its <laughs> citizens. Oh, yeah. Can you, That'll yeah. be fabulous. <laughs> I doubt, you know, and it sounds like a hard sell, but yeah. I think most people are have, are just over it, and they're like, you know, it's not that big a deal. Well, it's generational, too. I mean, every, like, 10 years, we're going to get closer and closer, you know, because just young people have grown up with it completely. I mean, still in our yeah. day, I well, mean, my day, I was taught, you know, gateway drug and totally bad, yeah. and... Well, that's the thing now, you know, It wasn't pop culture as much. Uh, now, nobody does anything fun anymore. It's all kind of lifeless and crappy. What do you mean? Um... Well, in reference to what? <laughs> well, music's back to being shitty again. Um, uh, drugs are kind of taboo. I don't um, know. There's there's some young people. I mean, like this is an awful example, and I I don't think it's necessarily the best uh, music. But there's this girl Keisha, <laughs> who is 22. Oh, she spells it she's, with a dollar. In yeah, her name. and oh she's just God. this wasted young white rapper girl mm-hmm. that sings about being wasted and having fun. You know, and there's like I mean, like if you listen to 
pop music on the radio, that's what all of it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was looking rough. They had her on the gram, and she looked like she yeah. just woke up. Yeah, it was, she's kind of rough. I was looking. watching a video of hers on YouTube or something the other day, just out of curiosity to see what she looked like. And well, yeah, Brent's she, a big she was fan. wasted in the whole video. He's basically. pretending like he doesn't know, but he's like, "Oh, I, yeah, I totally have that record." Yes, all Keisha yeah. paraphernalia. I bet you have a ringtone right now. <laughs> What's her song? I don't even know the I'm song. I'm gonna drink that drunk, drunk. Dun, 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 and how old dun. is she? Like 18 or something? 22. Oh, jeez. Oh, well, at least she's legal for that. Whatever. Anyway, uh, speaking of lifeless TikTok, and... don't stop that one. Till the party don't die. <laughs> I think that song was just... If I heard that on the radio, I'd yes, kick the Yes, it's on the radio every car. five minutes. And not... But I'm just saying, that's what the young people are listening to. So that's that's the like young people, generation. the kids. That's what the kids are into. <laughs> uh, t- speaking of things that the kids are not into, uh, this week was President Obama's <laughs> State <laughs> right. of the Union address. <laughs> yes. And, and here's here's what I did. Just with it. kids. <laughs> yeah, most people. I'm gonna be the real, entire state of Texas. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be transparent and honest with you guys that I it's no joke. I mean, it's no secret that I'm a I'm still a big supporter of the president. And for all you know, I should be enjoying watching the State of the Union. And the reason there's two reasons why I can't stand to watch it. Or I couldn't stand to watch. I watched about the first 20 minutes of it, and then I stopped watching it. Then the next day, I uh, read the transcript. Yeah. Because I, I can't stand. Number one, they clap every five that, minutes. I don't understand that either. What is that tradition? I mean, it's even when Bush would do that, and I, uh, they would well, just every two here, seconds Reagan. they stand I mean, up and clap back. after every well, sentence. What is that? Here's the thing: it's it's the Democrats that are standing up and clapping, and it's it's Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi standing be- or sitting behind the president, and they feel it's their responsibility to be cheerleaders, which huh. I understand. But what I can't deal with more, even more so than the clapping, is the Republicans that are not clapping. Right. Where they cut they cut away to the Republican side of the room, and they're all just sitting there <laughs> looking pissed. Yeah. Well, like, that's I did disdainful. see the part where he was talking about repealing the the gays in the military. Uh, don't ask, don't tell. And so they cut <laughs> the to joint these shots. Jesus yeah, they cut to these shots of these like ninety year old like. World War One veterans. <laughs> they're sitting there going, hey, what you talking about? Gays. While like someone's butt fucking him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, no, it, so I couldn't deal with the, the cutaways. And then, so the big, last time the president spoke to the, uh, to Congress, you had Joe Wilson with his, you lie thing. That was mm-hmm. the big hoo-ha, right? This time, when the president chastised the Supreme Court for their latest decision, which we'll we'll get to in a moment, uh, they cut to shots of the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court is supposed to sit there. They're not supposed to get up and clap. They're not supposed to do anything. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be neutral, right? That's the whole point of the Supreme Court. We know they're not, but they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So they cut to a shot of, of uh, Judge Alito, and as the president's talking, he's shaking his head, and he's mouthing the words, oh, that's not true, or whatever, and he's making comments while the huh. president is talking. Mm-hmm. Wow. How completely disrespectful yeah, is totally, that? Yeah, totally, totally. But we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute, but... Um, what about this this town hall meeting, uh, House Issues Conference in Maryland with the Republicans? Well, we didn't see it. You're the only one that saw it. it. Although we wish we had, and you're going to sense the transcript. Yes. Uh, I'll give you the, the bullet points of it were it was the president standing in front of a group of 140 Republican senators, congressmen, deal makers, the big big guys in the Republican Party, and their families. Mm-hmm. It was sort of a, a oh, dinner. He got up. They invited him, which was cool. Families I like children also? Yeah, there was kids oh. there and everything. Uh, the Republicans invited him. That's a safety him. net. That's a great idea. So it's like Baptist church like at <laughs> noon. Well, it had that kind of a feel like to dinner. it because yeah. 
They invited him. Who brought the Kentucky Fried Chicken? And I th- come on, <laughs> I think they they that invited him. Cool Whip tub of green shit that they always have. Ew. Sorry. What? They invited him thinking one, he wasn't. You? Are you done with the? I'm sorry. <laughs> are you getting hungry? We're going to talk about the. Ba- no. Make you didn't say watermelon. Keep going, Brandon. Ma- no, no, it wasn't Don't let a racial Brent interrupt comment. You have you ever been do. to a Baptist potluck? Somebody I, always brings. Of course, I grew up chicken. going to Baptist potlucks, and I know the. And other, somebody always has a I've cool whip tub full of that green. I've never eaten that. Or green jello with the marshmallows, with the marshmallows in, it, in, in it. Walnuts. That's disgusting. Yeah. It was is it ass pick? What? Huh? There is a thing called ass pick, and it sounds like what you're describing. There's tomato ass pick, a green globby ass pick, a s p i c, and it. Tastes and looks like what it sounds like, but it's a real thing well, actually, this that stuff your great aunt will make and, and bring high, to Thanksgiving. Fantastic! <laughs> is it Jello? It's Jello-y. Uh-huh. Um, what is it called? I don't know what the it's hell like it's called. Nobody ever knows what it's called. I bet it's whipped cream. It's and always jello. called green stuff whenever you go. <laughs> it's in the mold. My grandmother used to make it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew! Now I'm thinking about it, that's. It's awesome. All right. cool um, I don't even remember what I was. Oh, okay. Milk. Sorry. So let's. Okay. So, so yes, it was something like a Baptist mixer. The, okay. the same demographic was there. <laughs> they invited the president, assuming he was going to say no, because what? What intelligent person would want to stand up in front of a room of Republicans and take questions? Wait, what was this event? It was already a town hall, or it is called the House Issues Conference, and it's in Maryland. Apparently, it's an annual event, and I think actually he may have gone last year because the way they were talking, they were like, welcome back, Mr. President, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Uh, but it's all, for, typically what I understand it is, is Republicans, they get together and they talk about what they hate about the government, what they want to change about the upcoming elections and all that kind of stuff. And we know that the Republicans are kind of on a big upswing right now because this... Because uh, they elected one person? Well, it was a pretty significant loss for the Democrats in Massachusetts. Um, Scott Brown who, by the way, used to be a nude model, if you haven't seen those awesome. uh, shots on the internet. Yeah, real classy. Uh, well, so we know he's a closeted this, that, and the other, and it's just a matter of time. I mean, whatever. Well, I don't know if he's a closeted whatever, but he's certainly no Ted Kennedy. I'll just, I mean, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry my mind wandered there. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, the, what that, that did is that, that reduced the uh, 60 majority that, the Democrats have had in in the House. So, mm-hmm. anyway, it's, but really, if we're talking fair government, there shouldn't really be a majority, right? Well, right. Well, but it's up to the voters. When isn't it comes it? to right. when it comes to the fact the, the way Congress works, the fact yeah, that they. But I mean, if we if we, we this lost the super running, majority, of right. course, right? If this country's running efficiently and everyone didn't just vote party lines and you know wham wham stuff, then it would be great if it was equally mixed up so that you did have a balance. That's the idea. I just think it was weird that I just said we because I think I announced recently that I'm not officially a Democrat anymore. They don't, they can't count on my vote unless they. Well, you mean the left and the other sides of the right? Yeah, but no. see, that's, we all know that's that, left center and right center. Yeah. That's, well, anyway. Yeah. You guys keep distracting thing. me. I don't fine, even know fine. what. I'm, okay, so what are my we point about? is, the the Republicans have been on an upswing. They feel like they're that these in these upcoming elections in the twenty ten elections mm-hmm. they're going to sweep everything and it's going to be a what they call a referendum, meaning it's the country rising up against the evil Democrats right. and their leftist socialist agenda, which is re- just nonsense as we know. Um, and I'm assuming that we know, but I know Brent doesn't know because he has a different. <laughs> Can I throw in something here? Are we on a path? Let, we're not on anything yet. Do so. you guys think that Obama will get elected for a second term? Yeah. 
You do? Yes. What about you? I, I think it's too early to say. I, I'm very, very I do proud. Too, but Here's I'm, what I'm, I'm about. I, I, I'm very proud of him right now. I, I, I was, um, I've been kind of depressed about things lately about healthcare and some of the issues. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he showed up at this event, and, and and if you watch the video, he stood up. It was him on a stage surrounded by an audience of 100 percent. Republicans, mm-hmm. congressmen, or just voters. congressmen and senators, like in, in uh, some low-level, lower-level uh, lawmakers. So, so, who who were the Republicans in attendance? I, I'm not going to give you their names, but there was a hundred, like the like ranking, yeah, Republicans. Yeah, these like are all Orrin Hatch are, and yeah, like these. Okay. these are the big-time guys and women. Very few, obviously, they're Republicans, so there's not that many women. <laughs> mm-hmm. And maybe I think Michael Steele was there, so maybe there was a black guy there <laughs> besides the president. The token one. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. It was pretty much the typical white people crowd that we know is what the Republican Party is. But anyway, mm-hmm. so he stood up, gave a 30-minute speech. Not, It wasn't a great. It was okay. He basically covered the same stuff he covered in the State of Union. But then the cool part was when he said, okay, I'm going to open the floor for questions. No teleprompter. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have any notes with it. No advisors. He stood up there. The the senators and, and various uh, people would stand up and ask him a question. And they were not really That's nice how it should questions. all be. That's how our entire government should be. Down to and our he city got council. To stand, and he got to stand there and deliver his own uh, explanation or rebuttal. And in fact, some of the time they would stand up and they would say something. And he would have to. He would correct them. He say, "Actually, here are the facts on that issue." It was very impressive, and nice. it made me. I can't wait to read the transcript. It was, it, of that. It was to me. It was exciting to see him doing what I really elected, or I, my vote was for him to stand up to those guys and do that. And I haven't seen much of that lately. I've seen a lot of uh, sort of centrist. Can't we all just get along? Mm-hmm. And he was being very cordial. He wasn't like cussing them out or anything, but he was calling them when they were saying things that were false. Right. Uh, when they were talking about. Well, he knows about- his shit, which is something that in our, you know, most famous Republicans we're familiar with, you know, your Sarah Palin's and George Bush's, that clearly they do not. And, yeah, I, you know, it's nice to have a leader that is paying attention, I guess. Again, I was thinking, <laughs> as I was watching it, I was like, can you imagine W up there trying to pull this? Right. I mean, he would have been eviscerated within seconds i yeah. mean he wouldn't have lasted a minute and so it was comforting. well he would have never been in that situation they they would have never let him get in that situation <laughs> that's so, right dick cheney and, and so they was would mccain in this crowd of republicans i don't Doubtful. know who all was there i just oh. i remember the ones that I'll, I'll give i'll tell you this the ones who stood up to speak were not necessarily the luminary types they were actually one of them was a freshman senator a freshman republican senator who explained that he was um disappointed that the president had not been as transparent in some issues and the cool thing was the president was like you know you're right about certain things he said you know you guys are right about this mm-hmm. um i wish that circumstances had been a little bit different on this but then sometimes he corrected them either way he was very um cordial with them he wasn't there was no screaming back and forth it was actually a really good dialogue but i felt like he came out on top and when you kind of look at all the pundits people were like yeah he really came out well, that on top. makes a little more sense of his junior level uh, senators asking the questions. Um, the A-listers aren't going to want to stick their neck out. That's true. You're right. I, I think you're right. I the junior right. level want to be seen. So if you can be seen talking to the president, and uh, mm-hmm. then that looks good to your constituency. Plus, they're not going to ask something too out of bounds because they don't want to be looked at as challenging the president that may have been 
elected by his constituents. So. Well, I think it was a it was a big <clears throat> risk for both parties, for both of them. I think. And the the funny thing was, and this will not surprise you at all, during the question and answer period, you know, all the 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 news networks were covering it. Obviously, you're CNN. Guess who? <laughs> this this is easy. 20 minutes into the question and answer period, when it was obvious that the president was holding his own against these guys and maybe winning some points, guess which network cut away from that and cut Fox to... News? Absolutely. They cut it. They they cut away from that and went directly to the talking heads. What do you guys think about what the president mm-hmm. is currently saying right now? Wow. As if you could even see what he's saying, because they cut away from wow. it. 20 minutes in, they cut right. away from it. Right. Which to me was a, was a sign of defeat. They're like, oh, forget this, man. We're out of here. We're going to go right. and cut away to the, our... our they went back to clips of Scott Brown winning in the yeah. Fox News Network. Scott Brown lying naked was... on the uh, bed with a tiger <laughs> or something like that. But whatever. Um, but on to the topic that we have kind of talked about by email. And it goes back to the Supreme Court decision. So the, the most recent Supreme Court decision, and Brent, maybe you can... Uh, my understanding of it is that the Supreme Court ruled in favor of corporations in regards to elections that now they can not only they could support particular candidates in elections, not just uh, run ads for the party that they can now literally as a corporation sponsor a particular candidate in a particular Why state. Why would that election. get passed? Well, because the Supreme court is conservative. They love that kind of thing. And not only that foreign companies can sponsor American mm-hmm. candidates. Yeah. I don't understand any of they that. They can, pour as much money as they want into the campaign which there were limits on right um it well it's one per, it's like 0.1 percent of their gross profit or something mm-hmm. like that like which which for a lot of companies is still billions of dollars or millions at least would fund a, a candidate's entire one corporation could fund an entire so candidate's corp uh, in the campaign the dissenting opinion uh some of the dissenting opinions from some of the justices were explaining things. We're asking questions like, "Why are we?" Cons-? And, and it's all based on this concept that corporations are considered to be individuals because of a mistake that happened, like on, on some Supreme Court decision or actually a lower court decision years ago. And it turned out it was a clerical error in which a judge misquoted himself or something like that, or actually the the stenographer, you know, the the person <laughs> yeah, yeah. that cop- that writes what they're yeah, saying. Yeah misquoted the judge and said we consider corporations to be equal to individuals Hmm. that snowballed into this concept that a a company acts as an individual well the the, the dissenting opinion by the supreme court justices say well no because companies can't vote as a person uh they can't die they can't i mean they're not an individual why are we giving them the freedom to act as an individual contributor to elections and yeah that that's absurd i can't under, i can't think of one good reason that that would be a good idea brent tell us the good reason that it would be a good idea for corporations to pour in as much money as they want um i hope i think the good side of this is that we can finally wake the fuck up in this country and see that corporations are not and capitalism isn't just sunshine and roses that there are severe consequences when you allow money to run unchecked and unchallenged there's no way first of all as as taxpayers we assume all the risks of corporations mm-hmm. while they get all the benefits that's a good point um they're not elected they can do whatever the hell they want um so the the maybe 
and this is a far cry of a maybe, will wake up and smell the coffee on this issue and realize that there needs to be some uh, citizen input if we're going to assume the risks. Um, One of the things that, that people are bringing up some uh, people that there's really, really nobody supporting this legislation. Like even Republicans are going, wait a second, that's kind of, I don't know about that. But what some people are saying is, well, companies are beholden to their stockholders. But this rule says that the companies don't have to go along with their own stockholders. No, they don't. They certainly don't. So who's going to make that decision? We're talking about the a president CEO of the company, the CEO and the board of directors. Absolutely. They're the ones, they don't even have to listen to their stockholders mm-hmm. if they don't want to. Which brings up the big issue tonight. More government or more corporation, more corporate control or more government control. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to. And when you look, if you break it down party-wise, typically on the right, it's less government. In fact, that's what they were criticizing Obama for. Mm-hmm. All these new government programs, all this government involvement, uh, let the companies run themselves, let the companies do their own thing. On the far left, you have... Screw the companies, let the government that is elected by the people, let them make these choices, let them run things, which kind of brings uh, us full circle to this big concept. Well, it's a, it, it feeds on itself because as taxpayers, we're the ones funding the corporations. Why? Because government is the one subsidizing these corporations. So you can't, get, you can't have one without the other. Um, Big government still means that we're subsidizing large corporations. Small government, we're still subsidizing large corporations. Big government kind of is a corporation. Well, it's kind of like PR for corporations. Um, You know, I think small government and small uh, corporate influence is the ticket. I still, I mean, when I was young and in school and studying history, you know, there was this thing that, one of the very few principles that I was actually taught that I remember is just sort of like that we deny monopolies in this country, supposedly, but they exist all over the place. So mm-hmm. is that something that has always been the case? And just as I've gotten older, it's apparent or that it's gotten worse and worse and worse where that's allowed to happen with technology and well, look communication. around, look, look at Walmart. Um, sure. It's not the only, but people shop there. Corporation. Rich people shop there. And they make that choice, you know, which is... They have no choice. The mom and pop shops that used to be We've down the block Walmart's are gone. all over Dallas, and there's plenty other places to shop. Right, but the options are like a lot fewer town, than they used Idaho, to be. But, huh? I mean, in Teeny Town, Idaho, that's the only store there. But, but in but Dallas, Texas... you realize Texas, that most of America is uptown. Teeny Town, Iowa, though? That's like, except for the major markets... But it's trickle down. I mean, if you have the choice of, if you can, okay, say, okay, I'm going to go shopping for my basic stuff. I'm going to get my toilet paper and my cat food, whatever. So you go and you're like, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, $100 if I go to Target. If I go to Walmart, it's going to be $70. Yeah. So you have that choice to make. Now you have that money and you're getting a latte every day and your manicure every two days or whatever. So you can choose to support Target, which is has a Target's lot of the same evils, but at least they give some money back to the community and, you know, that type of thing and have like, you well, know, theoretically so does Walmart. But really? Yeah. They, oh. claim to, they're, they're, they bring know. in jobs. Da, 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 well, the no, same no, no. But I mean, Target, like, I mean, they give like a, a percentage to the communities where they are for education and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure Walmart Supposedly. has something similar to that. It's um, but the fact Walmart can afford to advertise to the mass public that they're in town and that they have these great sales. Mom and pop, 
no way they can they can compete with that. I just feel almost like if we had on all products, including our food products, that showed you the evolution of where it came from, you have to have like photographic evidence so that you see what you're buying, you know, so you can see people in slave conditions. You know, I don't know if you guys have watched the Walmart documentaries and oh, stuff yeah. when they go overseas and like mm-hmm. track the workers and stuff. The and high it, you cost know, of low prices. Right, that, all those yeah. things. And, um, you know, it's same thing with our food. Like if you could see the conditions that you're uh, food been mass produced. Uh, you know, um, what's uh, I, I don't know what's the big chicken thing. Tyson. Tyson. So mm-hmm. like, if you went and saw Tyson compared to where Whole Foods and Central Market and you know wherever else gets their organic chicken, you'd pay that extra two dollars for that chicken breast because if you had a photo photo of where your food is coming from, and you know, same mm-hmm. thing with your products. I wish that that was something that you had to have the information displayed or or I photographs wish. displayed on every product we had. I think advertising is an evil concept. Period, because it sells you what they tell you you need mm-hmm. rather than what you actually need. I read a study that artificially created wants have become more important to us than our genuine personal needs, and that oh, for sure wow. is yeah. largely. For sure. No question. I mean, that's completely due to advertising. It's uh, we're being scammed, lied to, distracted. Well, that um, once they figured out that they selling lifestyle attached to products, that that was the secret everything mm-hmm. just completely changed and that's that that's when that happened you know right well i i'm i'm trying to hold on to a little bit of idealism here and I, when i break it down here's here's my mentality in this and and brent can disagree and that's okay the reason i i prefer what you would consider quote big government over big corporations if it's going to come down to one or the two and i'm not still i'm not quite so far on uh, board Brent's train here where I think it's all corporation. I think there's still some distinction. It's because government is still elected by the people. Now, granted, now that we've got all this influence, corporate influence, but it still comes down to you and me going and voting for our senators, our congressmen, our president, our governors, our mayors. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have that accountability than, the, than Walmart or whoever making the decision with zero accountability to anybody except their board members. They don't right. even have accountability to their stockholders. Well, we can't crack into that. I mean, the, you know, we've talked about it before. Like, most people are not going to get involved. They're not going to care. They don't pay attention to details. They don't have time. They're living their lives, whatever, until it really affects them or comes down to it. And we still do have the power here that you can come together as a group, a community, and, you know, stage an uprising of some sort and change things and i guess we do have power we could stop buying things yes of course of course that's what i mean about the walmart you know example and that's there was a great south park about that where they were trying Mm to have you seen that one where they're trying not to go to walmart and they're just you know they're like we can't do this you know it's and their their main street shuts down Mm -hmm. and stuff and then they all kind of sneak in there at night zombie style and then keep running into each other like what are you doing here no and they're like i just (laughs) needed this five screwdriver pack at two in the morning i couldn't live without it you know That's good. All right. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up tonight, and we'll see you back. I'm going to be in uh, Alaska this week, so I'm going to be in Sarah Palin country. Literally, I'm going to be speaking at Wasilla High School this week. Too bad we're not all traveling with you. I know. It would be be on on location. (laughs) Well, I look forward to the report uh, next week. trying to get real T-shirts made up, so you can give one to her. Nice. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Send us emails. And I'm going to forward them to Stephanie. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you. Bye. Bye.